So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Thank you for tuning in to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert. Make sure you are following us at Run Pain Free on Instagram and at Run Pain Free underscore Academy on Instagram, and that you are subscribed to our podcast, runpainfreepodcast.com, so that you get notifications when we drop these gems for you to be running pain-free for as long as you want. So today we're talking about something that I do get a lot about, and that is machines. So there's a ton of at-home use machines that people can buy, people can use, things like the, the massage gun, which I did a whole podcast on, but also things like tense machines and the compression leg machines and there's just machines in in general in that regard where it's such an intense type of feeling or use of the machine that you really do think that it's helping you and you really start to rely on the machine and the reason why I'm not a fan of these types of machines one Again, I am an injured person and I used to also work in PT when I was a top trainer. And so I've not only administered many of these machines, I've used most of these machines that have been out. Um, And so from the heated magnets to traction machines to the TENS machines, I've administered and used a lot of them especially after getting hit by a truck, they didn't know what to do with me, so they honestly gave me whatever they could find and nothing actually helped. Uh, But the point is, is I'm speaking from that place of actually knowing and experiencing what I'm talking about. And I always like to make sure that that's stated because there's so many people out here that are talking about things they actually know nothing about and nor have they experienced, especially even as an injured person or a real injured person. And there's a difference between aches and pains and injuries, and I have a whole podcast on that too. (laughs) So there's a whole reason why I come from the very descriptive place that I do when I lead into these types of podcasts. So that being said, what's happening with these machines is, again, it's extremely uh, hyper-focused. It's tense. They're they're, It's sending muscles, sending signals, excuse me, to the muscles deeply you know, and it's forcing a contraction and it's forcing a positioning of, you know, like traction will, will separate your vertebrae and, you know, to release them and then, or it could snap it right back. And there's things called Y straps now that they, you know, that a chiropractor will put around your neck and then pull your neck up and you apparently feel, I would never do that. I've never done that specifically, but I've watched tons of reviews on it from spinal surgeons and to chiropractors and stuff like that. And it does, it's supposed to separate your spine. These are, not only are they quick fixes, but they're very short lived. 
However, the machines that people can buy at home are more of a problem. At least that's administered by an actual doctor or someone who knows what they're doing in that regard with respect to that. But these machines that you get at home, again, in my professional opinion, I don't think anybody should be administering any types of these machines at home. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's really going on with them. And although they like to kind of bring down the intensity of the machines for home use with the knowledge that people don't have the knowledge to use them, there's still a level of education that I believe needs to go into that. I mean, people just think that they know how to stick because they've watched me stick or I've stuck, I know I've, I've sticked them and or elbowed them and then they go and elbow their friend and they hurt them. So, you know, even with some knowledge, there's a degree, there's, there's, there's a learning curve, there's a big learning curve. And so I want people to have proper understandings of how, how important it is to really know what you're getting, what you're buying and what you're actually doing, why, why you're quote, feeling better, end quote. And I'm not a fan of them because you really start to rely on the machine when you're not actually training the muscle itself or helping the structure itself actually stay in the proper functional position with then firing muscles around that structure to support the structure and the mobility of the entire unit. And so that's real. And you could put a tense machine on you, you could put your legs in compression sleeves, that, you know, good massagers, you can do traction of sorts. There's, there's actually traction for home, <laughs> crazy as it is. Uh, and you can do all that, but it's really momentarily that that's going to feel better. And then what do you want to do? You just want to sit there and not do anything and use the machines and let the machines do all the work. But the truth of the matter is you're not going to live with a machine on you. You're not going to be walking around town with a machine that you can just slap on you anytime you feel a twinge, an ache, or a pain. That's not realistic. So you really do need your own body to actually work properly. You actually need that. Or you're just going to have to accept pain and whatever comes from that. And again, pain is feedback. So when you are walking around in pain, something is off, something isn't working, and something is overworking at baseline. And the more that you are moving around with that level of compromising happening in your body, the more you're rotting away joints, you're pulling at muscle insertions, you're pulling on structure, making things shift in ways that they shouldn't be shifted, and then you're always building muscle because you, anything repetitive is conditioned. And so you're building muscle in those dysfunctional patterns that are just creating more mass on those joints and insertions that are pulling and heavy and all of those things. And that's why you wind up getting like a hip replacement or a knee replacement later on. And if you really want to not have that problem, because that's what injuries lead to, okay? It only gets worse if you don't fix it. And if you really don't want those problems, you really have to address how your body actually moves. And nothing does that but actually retraining the conditioning of your movement patterns and then the muscles that fire so that the joints are supported. The joints will not move in a functional way if they do not feel supported. I have spent my entire life literally studying this, working on people, 
being an actual injured person myself, coming from a place of not thinking that could ever feel that way to knowing exactly how it feels. And I'm telling you that if you do not correct how your body actually moves, you are going to be headed down really serious injuries later on in life. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you lean on these machines that just feel really good, and I've had people that are like, oh, you know, I foam roll, but I use this X machine and it just, it got it so much, it got it, it got it so uh, acutely and it got so deep and the pain was moving around and I'm like, yeah, that's actually, yeah, but we were, do you know where it went? Uh, <laughs> and honestly, the, you know, people always say, no, I just know that it moved out of the spot that I was, had the machine on, right? Well, when you foam roll, you feel where it went. You feel where it went. And foam roll is nowhere near as invasive as that type of a stimulus current machine. It's just not. And I lean on basic foam rolling so much because it's literally your gateway to understanding where the hell your body's in actual pain. That's literally what foam rolling does. If it does nothing else, which we all know it does so many things, the most important thing in my, in my idea, in my mind, is that it actually tells you what's going on with your body so you then can address it properly. And it, you get to understand your grooves. You understand how your body is moving, where your pain is, is not really where the pain is on the foam roller, but then you go somewhere else in the foam roller and you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know that was in pain, right? But that's because you have to move on a foam roller. These machines, you just sit there and lay there and just sit there and it's on you. I'll never forget the first time I had a TENS machine on my back after my accident in PT while I was working you know, in Equinox and I went to the PT in there that I worked for and I've been to several because I worked in several of them and it, I had to stop them. I was like, this literally is actually hurting me more than it's helping. And that was the, that was the same day that I've actually made mention of in other podcasts where the doctor looked at me and said, I have no idea where your pain is coming from. It was that day I had the TENS machine that day and it was just, just one day just too much for me. And I was like, this is just, I, it's so intense on my back. And mind you, all of my lumbar discs were hugely bulging that nobody had diagnosed me with yet. Nobody had seen yet because I was denied MRIs. And soft tissue needs MRI. So I had all the x-rays in the world and everything looked fine except for my broken hip and leg. <laughs> so like no one dug until I paid for an MRI myself a year plus later and found out that I had all of my lumbar discs hugely bulging. So, you know, you have to also understand that too. Like there's so much stuff going on with your body that you may not know and laying and sitting and administering a machine is not going to tell you that. It's not going to give you that information. It's not going to give you that feedback. It's such an intense, acute type of I don't even want to say therapy, but it's such an acute, acute use of a machine. I'll, I'll say that, that you really don't get that information back of like what it's actually touching or what, is it hurting you or is it helping you? It's really hard to figure that out. A lot of the times it was put on me because I was so tense with my back muscles and they wanted to loosen my back muscles up. Well, when all of your lumbar spine, when all of your lumbar discs are hugely bulging, your back better be tensed up to support your spine. 
So it was actually doing an adverse thing for me because my back was supporting my spine because my discs were bulging. So now here comes this machine that's going to force my muscles to relax. No wonder I had more pain after that. Do you see what I'm saying? So not all things are actually going to help you. And just because it's in a therapy type of environment doesn't mean it's going to be helpful at all. It doesn't. And you guys really need to pay attention to that and administer when you're administering these things on yourself or even thinking about administering these things on yourself. I highly, highly advise against it because you don't know what you're, what you're really annoying in your body, you know, and if you learn anything from me and my podcast, I really want you to lean on the fact that pain is feedback. Not all pain is bad pain, all pain is feedback. And if you are not able to understand what you're feeling and you're just going to assume, oh, it must, this must feel good. This must be feeling this way or this bad because it's helping you. That's not always the case. Now I'm known for my sticking. I'm not, I'm very intolerant to pain in terms of like dealing with it or having anybody else do. I don't think anybody should be dealing with pain. So I'm intolerant to pain in that regard. And you do have to roll quite deeply in a lot of instances for certain types of injuries, for however long the tissue's been bunched up or knotted up or restriction has been there, the deep, you do need to go a little, you have to go deeper. And even with that, you, there's an immediate relief after I stick you. There's an immediate relief. There's people right now, currently, we're totally online. We've been online since 2009. So I've had years of not touching somebody and having to talk them through their own sticking and their foam rolling and their balling online back from the beginning days of Skype and, and seeing that they weren't going deep enough and knowing that that was really the issue that wasn't like just releasing finally. And that's when I started having people fly in to New York to see me so I could actually roll them. And without, without fail, every single person that I, that I touch is like, oh my God, I didn't know I had to go that deep. Yes, you do. You need to go deeper. It's hard to administer that on yourself sometimes when you're at like, if you have like knee pain or hip pain or calf pain or foot pain, it's hard to, you know, have that pain and also like roll it out sometimes. Sometimes it is. And so, but there's ways of like coaching yourself to be able to really ease into it and get a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper, all very safe because you're not invasively ripping up or manipulating any tissue when you're rolling, you're not doing any of that. Even elbowing is a very steady, slow sink. So you're not ripping anything up like a deep tissue massage would or a grassing would. That's a, that's manipulation or acupuncture. Those are all manipulations of things and it's forcing something that needs to be retrained rolling balling those things are or releasing things to allow for a training to happen it's very different it's very different but the minute I always I'm, I'm also known for saying it only hurts until I'm done which is true and then the minute I get that area released I say get up stand up move do XYZ immediately for an immediate feedback that it helped if it's not helping I do something else so when you're in a machine, you don't have that level of feedback. You're also not stopping the machine, getting up and moving and doing a certain movement that you know how to do because you're not trained to do those things. You don't know what type of movement is going to domino effect trigger what you're actually trying to release. 
So there's levels of these things in the fitness industry, in the athletics industry, that really shouldn't be in the hands of regular people. It just shouldn't. But they are. And so I'm trying to honor that and being and giving you information of what you should be cautious of and what you really shouldn't lean on. Well, Jess, could I just use it to like loosen my body up and then foam roll? Sure, 100%. You could totally do that. Just be very cautious of the levels you're putting these types of devices on, uh, how long you're leaving it there. Because again, we talked about muscle bruising in the, in the massage gun video. Um, podcast sorry that I did the other day uh, so go listen to that as well and those are real things and that's something you need to also understand which is why someone who it who doesn't know how to stick or elbow and does that on somebody or does it to themselves could I've had so many people bruise their quads with the stick <laughs> so many people because they don't realize how hard they're going and then they bruise their stick which is why I really don't want people sticking from the knee up I've, I say that a lot. I don't like people doing that. There's a plethora of reasons why I don't want people doing that. Maybe I'll go over an, a, a new foam rolling podcast to go over some key points of do's and don'ts. But those are there's there's a re, there's people bruise muscles because they don't realize how deep they're going, and there is a real learning curve and an education behind myofascial release. It's not something just any old person can do. I really do my best to educate our runners and our people who, who are around, who I, who I touch, who I do events with, and I really do, because I want everybody to learn how to stick properly and ball properly and foam roll properly. But there is, you, ha you really will learn your body best in that, in that level of education, when you're not like in it like me, like an actual expert or a functional movement specialist or a trainer who's got an injury background. That's a different level of education than, you know, you're an athlete yourself. You want to take care of your body. You want to maintain your body. There's a level of difference in terms of what you're going to have at your hands and what someone like me would have at my hands. So also with respect to that, you know, like I don't know your job, you know, like I don't know how to do your job. I could probably get the gist of it. Right. But I wouldn't do your job the way you do it. So it's the same. It's the same thing. And so if you operate like that understanding you have one body <laughs> and you only have one body and you need to learn how to maintain it, how to nurture it for whatever activity you're doing, then you're, we're going to do really well with these types of things that are at your fingertips. There's certain things you just should never have, which I have a list of those things like tape and braces and all that stuff. But these machines, I know that they're at your fingertips. I know that they're alluring to use, but there's so much of an education as a professional, I truly believe needs to happen before anybody uses them. And I know so many people are using them because I'm getting them hurt. I get people who've used these types of devices and they come to me hurt because, and they don't really let the machine hurt them because how could the machine hurt me? It's something that's helping me, right? No, <laughs> not all the not all, not all the same. And again, you don't you don't have dictation of of how deep the the thing is going like you with a stick you can come off of the pressure of your stick and then go a little bit harder and come off of it that's not happening with the machine you put the machine on you press the button it's on period and that's that's it you know or your the traction i i, I think it's ludicrous that there's a traction machine out of, of sorts i think that is absolutely absurd that there's an attraction 
anything that inverts the body and like hangs you upside down. Like I just, I cannot. Like the one thing you guys don't ever want to mess with is your spine. And quite honestly, it is the most, it is the most protected structure in your body. So everything else that's going awry is more than likely going awry because your spine is in high protection mode. And all of the muscles that come out from the spine and align with the spine, the erector spinae muscles, all of your core muscles, and true core is your back and your front, all those muscles are super, super firing to protect your spine. And everything, your hips, your pelvis, your sacrum, your femurs even, your shoulders even, all of that stuff will go awry before your spine ever gets touched. That's the way it's supposed to be. Your spine is the most protected structure in your body. And you know, these are things that you need to respect in terms of how your body is moving or not moving. And if you're going to force it with high intensity machines that you're gonna place on your body, like they did for me, excuse me, then you're, you don't really know if you're kind of playing with fire in, in the sense of like, well, I shouldn't be releasing these muscles because they're protecting me right now, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's supposed to help me. That's just not the way to go about it as, as an athlete. And again, running long distance is a sport. It's not a workout. So you need to treat your body like you're doing a sport. And if you have respect for any professional sports people, you see how they treat their bodies. Like there was just a recent, there was just a recent uh, article on Seahawks quarterback, and I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why, <laughs> um, but he spends a million dollars a year on his body. My goodness, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, so he he spends a million dollars, and most of them spend millions of. Tom Brady spends millions of dollars on his body because that's his job. His body and how he cares for his body is his job, 100%. So if look at the runners out there, look at how they treat their bodies. That's all they do is worry about how their body is functioning, how their body is fueled, and how their body is recovering, period. If you are going to be a runner, you need to respect that you're doing a sport. If you just wanna run to work out, then just work out, which is working out, doing different types of resistance training, doing some type of cardio, that's not the same thing as being a long distance runner. That's not the same thing. The demand on the body, what your body goes through. You need to expect aches and pains. You should never ever expect an injury, but athletes are going to feel stuff because you're demanding a lot of your body. Not the same thing as just working out three to four times a week with a trainer or on your own doing some classes. You like to cycle, you like to do a rowing machine, you like to go row, you like to do kettlebells, you like to do a, a hip class. That's different, that's working out. It is not the same thing as going running for hours and hours and hours and hours and putting demand on your body doing one action for hours at a time. That is totally different. So you need to understand that too and understand that's why you're feeling things and just nurture that and you will really have a better go at running. You'll have a better go at enjoying running, but you can't not respect what you're doing with your body and then on top of that force your body to fire or unfire with machines and like not actually feel what you're doing. Those are two things that are gonna highly work against you in the long run as a runner. It's just gonna do that. That's just what it's gonna do for any sport actually, but definitely talking to you all as runners, that's what it's gonna do. 
So lean, I lean on the most basic foam rolling so that you really learn your body and understand what it is. And then maybe if you still wanted to use this, these machines, you'll have a better understanding of what it's doing because you already felt it or you, you foam rolled already and you felt where you needed a little bit more and you put it there. Like those are things you can kind of, kind of work with, you know, and like you're learning your body. That's a little different. But to lean on these machines and think the machine is going to help you is complete false. That is a complete incorrect statement. That is never gonna happen. It will never happen. That's not its point. That's not its purpose at all. It's not. You need to retrain how your body operates. And that is one, number one, learning how your body isn't operating. And that first starts with learning your body. And that's the most basic is foam rolling. Cause then you're gonna feel stuff. And then you can test how you're moving afterwards. Does it feel better? Does what was just aching feel better after that foam roll? Yes, no, go back, do it again. Like there's levels of that. And I go over that in our foam rolling class at the Run Pain Free Academy. You can go find that at runpainfreeacademy.com. I have a whole foam rolling series and I consistently add to it. I think I'm adding to it this month actually. Uh, but there's always information there on figuring out what's going on with your body. That's what we heavily educate on in our academy. And even with in-person people, we do the same thing because it's important you understand what you're feeling so that when you're out there and you feel something, you don't freak out. And if you're out there and you feel something and you have a stick in your bag or you know what move to do, you can do those things. But if you rely on a machine and you're out there and you feel something, what are you gonna do then? Are you gonna pull the machine out of your hydration pack? Are you gonna go find somewhere that has a machine wherever you're running? <laughs> it's just unrealistic. And it's not, it's not conducive to the lifestyle of being able to run efficiently, improve your running, progress your body to a stronger place where you're enjoying running as a whole. It's just not conducive to that life. Now, for the more injured people, for people who are not just having aches and pains and have like legitimate injuries, I'm talking to you too. This isn't for just some people with aches and pains. I might even be talking to you even more so because I am a severely injured person. So I understand what it is to just want the pain to go away. It's been there forever. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And you just want it to go away. But that's even more of a reason why you need to pull back and figure out what the hell's going on with your body. And it's never going to happen on a machine. You have to physically feel what is going on with your body. Does that mean you're going to feel some more pain? Probably. Probably. You can't think you're going to get beyond pain without actually going through it. You have to go through it to get to the other side. And you're not going to go through it if you're giving it this huge, all these different types of machines that are out there that you can just put on you, that the machine overrides what you're feeling. And for those little bit of seconds or little bit of minutes that you have the machine on you, you feel better. That's not going to help because you still have to go back out there and actually move again. And unless you are retraining how your body is moving dysfunctionally to create a functional pattern and then condition that pattern, you're never going to run without that pain. You're, you're going to probably stop eventually because the pain's going to get unbearable. And the more you're running in pain, the more you're harming yourself. And so you're actually rotting away joints or ligaments or cartilage and you're not getting the benefit of running, which actually improves cartilage in your knees, which is scientifically proven, you're not running in a functional place where that's going to happen. And so all these things really work against you in the long term. And if you don't feel what you're going through and you're relying on a machine, you're never going to get beyond it. 
you're never gonna work past it, it's not gonna happen. I'm speaking actual as an experience and as a person who's administered these things. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna get you through it. Until you actually get involved with what's going on with your body and start mobility assessing your body, it's never gonna happen. And it is all the craze. There's all these people out here calling themselves mobility people and corrective exercise specialists. It's all, in my opinion, hogwash. I'm from the I'm from the grandfather of functional movement. I rolled it out. I'm a part of a. I have I wear it on my sleeve with with pride of what I've done and who I've learned from, and that's where all of these things are derived from. Because nobody was talking about correction in 2007 besides functional movement systems creators Lee Burton and uh, and Gray. No one was talking about any of those things. So they're all derived from that and. You really have to understand patterns and then also, you know, if you don't understand patterns, you don't know what's triggering what and why that hip is hurting because the opposite knee is hurting and then my other ankle is hurting, but then the same side, my glute is hurting and I have sciatica, like all those things are actually one injury, (laughs) but unless you actually know where that's coming from on your body, because it's not going to be the same on the next person's body, you you, unless you unless you know those things, you're never going to figure out where the root is, how to address the root, and therefore you're never going to not have that pain. And then there comes the reality: oh, I'm just a runner, so I should be in pain, and I don't even I I, I don't I just don't get that I I don't <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would ever even think that that's okay to think that way, and then even join that activity. Like I'm not going to join an activity that I know for certain I should expect pain forever and ever knowing as a normal educated human being that if i'm in pain constantly and i'm pushing myself in that pain constantly it's not going to end well like i'm going to hurt myself really badly eventually like that's that's basic logic so why on earth would anybody accept they should be running in pain to the point where it's almost like said with pride that is ridiculous. That is literally, absolutely ridiculous. That's what that is. That is ridiculous. You're just going to hurt yourself to a place where you're never gonna run again. I have people in their 70s who run marathons with no problem, <laughs> you know, with respect to whatever it is they want, whatever, however the pace they run, they run marathons and they enjoy their running. I have people who started running marathons in their mid 50s in their mid fifties who started running marathons because their bodies work properly. Cause that's all that it takes for you to actually run long, run forever, run for life and enjoy running. But focusing and relying on a machine to do that for you is never going to get you running pain-free. It's just never going to happen. And you lean on the side of missing the mark because you're not feeling your body, you're not learning your body, you're hyper-focused on one area, which is more than likely not where the pain is coming from. Pain is feedback and it's result of something else. So wherever you're feeling pain, ain't where it's coming from, coming from somewhere else. So here you go focusing on the pain spot, which is a lot of what therapy does. It focuses on pain spot and not the actual root of the injury because it takes time and investment to do that of the actual expert at hand. Takes, it takes time to figure that out. So if you don't want to do that, you're going to focus on these pain spots and the pain spot is not where the pain is coming from at all. And now you're, not only are you hyper-focusing on the place that it's not, but you're letting the place that actually is injured go awry. 
it gets worse and worse and worse. And that's why so many of our clients come to us after being in other types of therapy for years and the mark is missed. So many people come to us on the verge of a hip replacement and knee replacement big time because they went in for like an IT band syndrome type of deal and years and years and years into it, the real root gets worse and worse and worse and hyper-focused on where the pain is being expressed misses the mark. So there's levels to why you really need to really learn your body. And the most basic way that you're going to do that is by foam rolling. No one's ever going to know your body better than you. I'll come in a close second. <laughs> uh, and it's because I've dedicated my life to figuring out dysfunctional bodies and making them work properly and making a properly working body conditioned better. So there's all these different levels to it, hence my very long title. And I love to take my time to say my title because I do every single thing in my title and then some. So that's what I wanted to really get on with you guys today because there's so many machines being made right now. Everybody is home. People are running more. People are leaning on themselves more. They don't have the run groups or they don't have access or don't want to go to you know certain facilities or whatever the case is so there's this huge push for everything at home in home you know and it's important because i'm getting a lot of people injured by it and i wanted to really just give a little bit more of a detailed explanation why you really need to pay attention to what devices you're getting why you're using it and then where your pain is it's not where it's coming from it's just result and the best way to figure that out is good old-fashioned foam rolling. This is not new. Fascia release is not new. It has been around for years and years and years and years and years and years. It is not new. It's just misunderstood by a lot of people who don't take the time to actually figure it out. And it has been uh, 15 plus years specific for me to actually figure it out. And growing up, I'd never foam rolled as an athlete, as a dancer. I never... And we didn't we didn't do those things we didn't do a lot of what is done today both positive and negative <laughs> which is also why most of us never got hurt so once it came into a you know a, a big push for it in the training world yeah I've never looked back because I cannot deny what it does for me personally and I've said this from the beginning if it wasn't for foam rolling period just foam rolling I wouldn't be able to do what I do every day there's no way not with my level of injuries and what I've gone through and then not getting help and then being cast aside and being like told, hey, you just have this forever. Huh? You cannot be serious. I've worked way too hard to do what I do for a living to tell, have some stupid injury hold me back. That's not going to happen. Okay. You know, and I'm just not a person who ever succumbs to injuries, aches and pains, health ailments. I've had them my entire life. So I come to you from that place to really pay attention to what your body is trying to tell you. Stop trying to mask it with extras and upgrading from braces to devices like stop doing that figure out what's going on with your body learn your grooves come for a consult ask what's going on with your body let's figure it out together figure out what's going on with you then from there you have a fighting chance to really correct what's wrong and then condition for what you want to do with the proper function of your body that's where it starts all with you your biggest tool is you there's no device out there greater than your own body to figure out what's going on with you and to fix it. That's what your body is there for. Listen to your body. Start with what you got first 
and then you can grow from there and you'll be amazed at how much faster you heal, how much stronger you get and how much better at running you actually are because you used your most valuable tool and that's your own body. I hope you had a great podcast listening session with me today. Make sure you're following us. Come see me, runpainfreenow.com. Consults right there. Just fill out the contact us form. Let's figure out what's going on with you and get you enjoying running again. Have an amazing day, guys. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.